If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. The creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, y'all, welcome to episode four of Can't Call It with your boy Jay Kills. And your boy Jay, right? Man, we back for another one. Um, man, so just coming off of the, the championship weekend in the NFL, seen uh, quite a few LSU players doing their thing, but man, before we get into all that, well, how you been, bro? What's, what's been going on in your life lately? Man, you know, I can't call it, man. I just got out of quarantine. I'm going back to work, you know, doing a daily grind and whatnot. Man, life is life is good. Life is good, man. How about you, bro? Man, uh, you know, we was talking about a little earlier. Have had my first DJ gig this weekend. Oh um, yeah, it didn't go the way I planned, but you know, we we, we made it through. It's it's kind of like you know, your offensive coordinator. You got your first fifteen plays scripted, and then after that, the game plan get blown yeah. up a little bit, but. You know, you gotta analyze and adjust, man. Yeah, analyze and adjust. We made some halftime adjustments and made it work, bro. I still ain't play that TK Soul though. Shout out to whoever that was that requested (laughs) that. I was not gonna play no TK Soul in no Colombian. (laughs) So it wasn't gonna happen, bro. Nah, that's a bad fit. (laughs) (laughs) At the Grambling tailgate, I got you, baby. But other than that, it's not gonna happen, bro. Shout out GSU. Shout Got out to Grambling, our second favorite school. Yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't for them. Oh, Wouldn't yeah. Wouldn't be no us. Both, all of our parents are Grambling products, so that's what's up. <laughs> yeah. Man, so that, the, 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 the elephant in the room or the, you know, the uh, topic that's on the top of the brain, this defensive mm-hmm. coordinator position has still yet to be filled. Um you know, as of last week, you heard Coach O saying things like, well, I used to coach defense, so I could hold it down for a little bit. Made me a little nervous. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't want to hear that. Um, but it looks like we got some 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 people out the blue. Uh, I know they reached out to Glenn Schumann from Georgia, the linebackers coach. Um, mm-hmm. Not too much of a fan of that one. But uh, mm-hmm. it seems like the leading candidate now is uh, Mr. Durante Jones from the Durante. Vikings. Defensive backs hey, coach, um, got a got a, a pretty healthy resume, man. Um, what, what you think about that potential name there? Man, that's a robust resume, I think. And and his mama named him Durante. Yeah. I'm gonna call him Durante. Do, I don't think, need don't need to run it down real quick, or yeah, for, let's go for through the, the resume for let's, the people. Do got to get the people what they want. Got to man. get the people what they want. Okay, so currently defensive back coach for Minnesota. Um, since 2020, before that, he was with the Dolphins and the Bengals for four seasons. Um, so he has some uh, NFL resume. He's also coached high school. Uh, was it Generet? Yeah. Um, yeah. And also um, well, down in Baton Rouge. Um, that was a spot. Uh, damn, why am I drawing a blank here? Uh, hey, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of spots. There's <laughs> a, a lot, a lot of little spots down there. Uh, also was a, a DB coach at Wisconsin. 
uh, when David Randall was there. So that's a good little tie in mm-hmm. with the program. Um, yeah. He coached at Hawaii, UCLA, coaching the CFL. Uh, like I said, two high schools in Louisiana. So, oh, Franklin, that was the other school. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, yeah, man, the, the dude, he's been around, man. He's definitely paid the dues, but has yet yeah. to have his uh, his big break. He's he's also coaching, um, not the SWAC, but just in, in that in the football uh, sub playoff division. Um, he used to play at Morgan State uh, as a player, so he, he's seen it all. The big, the big level, the small schools, NFL. Uh, what you think, man? Is that this a potential win for the program if, if we can lock it up? I, I think it's, I think it's a sneaky good deal. Like I'm not as excited as the Pete's hire, but yeah. I think it's a good, good direction to go in. Reason being is you, you missed on two of your top candidates, or the top two candidates already. Right, knowing right. because of their pedigree, you pretty much were assured that they were going to be successful. But Durante Jones is a is a uh, high risk, high reward type hire, and right now that hot seat is starting to you know they ain't got it on them on Coach O, but it's it's somebody sitting there to flick the ignition when it's time. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I think he's seeing that you know last couple of years we've gone into kids' living rooms and our coaching staff looked like. A senior citizen home, you know. Yep. But now we go into the crib, and I got some young cats with me, some cats mm-hmm. that can relate to you, some cats that can break it down to you in your terms and make you excited about football. So I think I actually think it's a good a good hire. I mean, it could we don't know yet. Maybe he doesn't know how to call defense, but I don't think oh, we'll let it get that far. I mean, you heard the rumors about the Arnett interview yep, that he yep. bombed it. So. Yep. Durante probably came in, had a great presentation. You think and, he had a binder? You know, you know what, man? I think if he read Tiger Droppers, he should have brought one, man. Yeah. You know, that'll make him near and dear to Coach O's heart and Derek Polanski and all them boys. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, man, look, I'm telling you now, I ain't going to lie. I ain't know nothing about this cat maybe two weeks ago. Like, you yeah. know, you had, we talked about prospects before. Yep. It was not on. My short list. We we got to up to like number ten without mentioning him. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody really knew who he was. But then the more you look at it, the more you can see why they would give him a shot. You know, at uh, Bowie State, he had what the top one of the top three defenses every year he was there. Mm -hmm. It's like top three in the nation. And you have to think about when oh you playing those lower divisions. Everybody's running spread because they're trying to get you know those athletes that they do have, and there's no depth, so you gotta do what you can yeah. do. Yeah, you gotta be creative, and so I think we need a creative and somebody that isn't necessarily known around the Southeastern Conference because what you see is a lot of guys bouncing around from school to school. That continuity actually isn't a good thing because you know game planning that this coach only teaches his DBs to turn one way. And now that's a detriment to you, you know, like mm-hmm. that type of stuff. It may get overlooked by the occasional fan, like even those guys that think they're a defense, but if someone knows football or coach football for, you know, there is a continuity with certain guys and if they're not going to do uh, certain things when they're under pressure or in certain situations. So you sometimes it's nice to bring somebody from the outside the coach outside the realm of experience that can give you some fresh ideas and look different. You true, know? true. So 
I think it's I think it's got potential to be an excellent hire, but we shall wait and see. I wish the best for my black brother. It's yeah. almost Black History Month. And the dope thing is, you know, the Marcus Freeman thing was was a good blow, but at the same time, if you're gonna miss out on a cat, I mean, it's it's hard for a lot of people to turn down Notre Dame. I mean, it Notre Dame ain't what it used to be, but it still has that that lore for certain people, like especially well, as a I'm coach. About to say, yeah, for certain um, people. Not yeah. for black folks. Nah, which is whatever. Shout out to yeah. Mark. I wish nothing but blessings for Marcus Freeman. I don't, I don't know his life. Um, the Ryan Nielsen thing got a little salty. Um, mm. You hear a bunch of co- conflicting reports on whose fault it was, whether it was bad business on LSU end or bad business on the Saints end. I don't know. I don't know if the, the bridges have been burned um, between those two uh, organizations, but we'll see. Um, so... You know the Durante thing. I, I the more I look into it, I like it, man. You know, uh, it's no secret that you know we both have been advocates for some black coaches in the LSU program. Um, yep. You know, you going into these young men's living rooms, and you know what? After what happened last year with you know us going to the White House, and then the the, the social injustice, and our team not being supported by the the coaching staff, and things of that nature. I I think. I think you need some diversity on the staff, man. Um, you know, yeah, L- yeah. LSU is heavily African-American, uh, especially in the football ranks. So I think it helps to have a guy in his – well, he's 41, so still relatively young um, that can relate to these kids. You still got Corey Raymond there. Um, yeah. And we need these these recruiting classes, man. The, the difference between, you know, Hugh Freeze getting hot at Ole Miss and Nick Saban staying relevant year after year is – the consistency of the recruiting classes. It's cool to get you one hot recruiting class, but if you can get two, three, four, five in a row, that's how you oh, yeah. That's how you yeah. keep it going. Cause the X's and O's can only go so far, man. You gotta have the Jimmy's and Joe's, bro. So yeah, yeah man. I think Durante is gonna relate, especially to these young men that got, you know, daddies and you know, just his name alone, Durante, dog. Like you ain't even gotta look at the resume. You, you know who coming in this area. You know, you know who's yeah. coming. Yeah, you're gonna let your guard down when you see a Durante on the name play. Yeah, you know where he get his hair cut at, and not at sports clubs. So at all. The, so that's that's a plus in my book, bro. Um, and the fact that he has college experience, high school experience, um, he I think he's seen it all. So yeah, he's never been a true defensive coordinator, quote unquote, in the college ranks, but uh, as far as at the, at the big time level, but. Mm-hmm. I, I like it, man. I, I think, and as I'm looking on ESPN right now, as two hours ago, it looks like it's about to be official. Official, um, just even the the words they using is Jones replaces Bo Pelini as if it's already done. So, ah, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Expect the press conference tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Because the thing is, too, it was getting time. Uh, Present, you know, because they back on campus already. Yeah, the players are so they gotta have somebody in their face soon, you know. And so I think I don't think their hand was forced, but it made them have a sense of urgency in regards to we, I we kind of know what we want. We gotta go get it, you know. So meanwhile, we'll see, meanwhile, the evil empire just hired Doug Marone as an offensive line coach. This man was was running a whole NFL team. And now he's the offensive line coach at Alabama, dog. So I was going to tell you, man, Saban has a coach rehabilitation program that's impeccable. Dog, you you want to get right? 
come over to Alabama and talk about get right. you back on track. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He needed if, if he when he retired, he needed to do a drug rehab. Cause man, you think he can get Bobby Petrino back on track? That might be the that might be the best one. That might be the best <laughs> the best episode of Fix Your Life, Ayana. Man, I'm watching that. I'm, like, I'm gonna tune in for that. He get Bobby Petrino out that motorcycle, man. He a miracle worker. <laughs> hey, I would watch that documentary, dog. Bring, bringing back Bobby <laughs> episode one. <laughs> you know, it's gonna if you have a title that man, it's gonna be so many people thinking Bobby Brown is involved. It's gonna, it's gonna boost the ratings for that first week. Bruh, you, you already know what's gonna happen, man. He gonna have um he gonna have what's the call it? Uh he gonna have him up in the house. He gonna bring Miss Terry in to make some lemonade, and then next thing you know, he gonna tell him, "Hey man, you trying to get back in this game? You gotta listen to me. You seen what happened with everybody else? I get him right. <laughs> you look at Lane. Lane was left for dead. I got Lane back in the game. Hey man, you right, you right. Cause Lane Kiffin had a career trajectory that was uh." Like Rocky, man. This this dude uh, had the head job USC. Yup. And go to Tennessee. Yup. It's like, bro, it's, it, was, it was a lot. It was a lot. Then where, where you go? FIU? Yeah. Yeah. Had them rolling too. Yeah, man. But you look at between Kirby, Jimbo, Dabo, Lane. I mean, Butch. Oh, you just you name you name the names. Yeah, he 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 makes it happen. Sark, like that is it. a lot, bro. What was uh what they used to call him? Shark Teeth. The one who used to coach uh, <laughs> uh Florida before Dan Mullen. What was the dude? Uh, damn. Oh, damn. What was his name? See, I feel like Muschamp was between him. Nah, Jim McElwain. McElwain, because he got him. They got yeah. him from Colorado State. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He was with Saban too. Sure was. Yeah, sure Bill O'Brien uh, and all them boys. They think they'll have a job in two years. They Real get quick. another national championship, and they'll be out. Real quick, man. But anyway, so yeah, we'll we'll, we'll be tuned. Uh, and closely next, probably tomorrow. It's got to be tomorrow, bro. I, I don't see why they wait. Um, you know, the Tigers just—they locked in a, a top three recruiting class, and as of right now, I think we got the we got the number one recruiting class for twenty twenty two in the SEC. I think they got his number two or three nationally. It's still obviously it's still early, but mm-hmm. we, we we picking up recruits still, man. So you got to get these coaches in place, man. Let's let's rock and oh, roll. Yeah. yeah. Um, all about relationships. It's just I'm just gonna say it's all about relationships. Recruiting is uh, so uh, for sure. Put somebody in that can relate. Y'all should be fine. That's it, bro. Um, man. So speaking of uh, you know, putting teams together, LSU has 20 of 22 starters back with uh Darryl Rosenthal uh, announcing his return. Um, man, well. That's that's a drastic change from uh, this time last year, bro. Man, that's one. That's huge. Twenty of twenty-two. Twenty of that's, twenty-two. 
Man, I don't, I can't remember twenty the last twenty two years <laughs> of my life. So twenty, yeah, that's that's all of them down there. Yeah, I don't know percentages, but it's over eighty five percent. High. Yeah, dog. They say um, eighty five percent chance of rain is raining that day. Pretty much. So, I that's that's ninety one percent actually. Um, See, so, <laughs> smart as hell. So, yeah, man. I think new offense, uh, obviously a new defense, but mm-hmm. the experience. Um, the boys took some lumps, but uh, yeah, man, you still got some cats. I was on that that twenty nineteen team. There's there's a couple. Um. I, and I think the biggest thing really is the offensive line and defensive line. That's that's the two areas where we've struggled in in, in years past to get some continuity. Um, so that's that's pretty damn big, bro, to have had those yeah. guys back. Um, so I I think I I would put if I was a betting man, I would say LSU probably a favorite. Probably not to win the West. Obviously, uh, Bama's always gonna be the favorite, but we'd probably be right there. As far as uh, odds on favorites to win the SEC, right behind Alabama, um, who knows, bro? Anything is possible. Yeah. Anything is possible. Shout out Kevin Garnett. But hey, man, like you said, they, that type of experience coming back, you have to think A and M, which I talked about like, was an episode ago. Yeah, when I slanted them. Fuck them. Uh, they just <laughs> they they're losing a lot. So you have to think we we could probably replace them in their yep. spot near the top of the West. Yep. It's uh hopefully everything plays out. You know the rumor is Eli Ricks talking about transferring. So I, I saw the rumors. I I will not uh, speak on those any further because I I pray it doesn't happen. He's my favorite freshman. Yep. Last year. So we need them back. What? What's the? Are they saying that, What's the reasoning? I don't know, man. Is it I, another Eric Gilbert uh, situation? That's, all this is confusing, man. I don't know if these kids lost their PlayStation Network subscription and they can't play Fortnite or something. But it's 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 like too emotional right now, man. I think I think COVID got something to do with it for real. If campus was if campus was rocking like when we were back in school, yeah, in football season. I don't think anybody would talk about transferring. Nah, bro. You look here, man. If 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 you didn't go to LSU, let me just try to paint the picture, dog. So, you know, you get there as a as a young whippersnapper. Mm-hmm. You know, you ain't been nowhere in life, and you see it's thirty thousand plus people on campus. It's what a, it's like a 60-40 ratio female and male. Yep. I would I, I venture to say that 75% of the, the population comes from Louisiana. And with that being said, this is completely objective. Louisiana <laughs> has some of the most beautiful women in the world, bro. So I Preach. mean, especially Preach. per capita. So <laughs> so as a as a young man, if you if you're the big man on campus and you you eagle eye pick six ricks. And you out here leading the SEC in picks, you gonna walk through that quad on that Monday and get a lot of love a from lot some of love. from some from some ladies of uh mixed descent. 
that you might not be able to tell where they from, but they start putting that accent on you, you ain't leaving. I you guarantee ain't you ain't nowhere. leaving. Right. No offense Speaking to of, uh, Tennessee or Georgia or Mississippi, but they ain't got that. Man, Tennessee got a lot of McDonald's. I know that, <laughs> but that ain't enough for me, man. That ain't enough for me. Nah. I need that. I, I feel like LSU is a once and a kind type of experience. Um, everything, even racism, is top of the line. <laughs> 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 hey, look, if we're going to do something, we're going to do it right. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't cutting no corners, man. Straight up, dog. <laughs> I mean, Eli is from California. Um, Rancho Cucamonga, to be exact, home of the Cracker Killers. Um, mm. And, you know, A. Reek was from uh, from Georgia. So I, I think it's, it's odd that the two cats don't want to transfer are not from here. So. I, like you said, any any other year, you know, they would be experiencing the tailgates and the the fanfare and the all that good stuff, man. But yeah. this year is a little different, dog. I mean, you go, you you have a game, you come right back to the facility, and that's it. So yeah, so I think they could bring that could bring on homesickness a little bit somewhere. Also, you know, if you fill a drug test here and there, that might cause some issues as well. But. I can't call it. I'm not in the facility. But, you know, I just think if I was the parent of one of these kids and, they are, and they're constantly talking about hitting the portal, I'm going to tell them, I'm going to be like, look, if it was my son, like, do what's best for you, make your own decision. But you made a commitment to this school, mm-hmm. not, to the, not even to the coaches, but to this university that you was going to come here and get your degree. Yep. You know, so. I don't, I don't like all the transfers because now it's like free agency, man. And, yeah, man. Uh, and, you know, shout out to Justin Fields and Joe Burrow. I mean, we did win championship with him, but I think Joe Burrow was, was a unique circumstance. Like, Joe Joe tried to stick it out. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. he he was at the Ohio State, what, three years before he finally transferred? Yeah. So that's yeah. a little different. Um, he, he, he competed for the job, thought he's going to get it, didn't get it. I mean, you see what Miles is going through. Um, which is rare uh, for somebody to really stick it out the way Miles has when he was damn near guaranteed the job and then Joe show up out of nowhere and was like, uh, yeah, we got this cat from Ohio. We're about to give him the spot. Um, but yeah, these other, some of these cats, bro, it's like, oh, you're not even going give to a, give it a shot? Like, one bit of adversity, you gone? I mean, that's, that's somebody's kid. Like, I ain't that's trying to talk kid. down nobody, but... Uh, yeah, man. If it's my child, I'm gonna support him, but at the same time, I'm gonna say, "Look, bro, life life is about challenges, man. You can't just give up every single time something don't go your way." So, I wish these kids nothing but the best. Who knows how it's gonna play out? Uh, apparently, both kids have been extended the invitation to come back. Um, the lines of communication they said have been open with both kids, so we'll see. We'll see. It just it's a little troubling though. I mean Yeah. Yeah. But that's, yeah. That's, that's part of the game though now. Like you almost gotta re recruit the kids once they get on campus. Yeah, which Make back sure in the day good. you get a kid on campus and you just breaking down their ego. You know, you like, man, I don't care if you're a five star, you're a crab now, you a freshman, you gotta hold a dummy in practice and stuff like that. Yep. But now, because they've been popular for so long and Got 
300,000 Instagram followers before they get on campus, you got to cater to them now, you know? It's a PR thing, and it sucks, but it's the nature of the beast. Man. So, well, we'll see how that plays out. Um, Mm -hmm. But as I mentioned, uh, we're coming off the uh, championship weekend in the NFL, so it had me thinking um, six former Tigers will be uh, playing in this game. From uh, on the the Buck side, you got playoff Lenny, uh, Leonard Fournette. Uh, <laughs> you got Kevin Mentor, uh, special teams guru, and uh, Devin White. All he does is make tackles. Um, and then on the the KC side, you got the running back duo Clyde Edwards Alaire and uh, Daryl Williams. And then you got the Honey Badger on the other side of the ball. Um, yeah, man. E- LSU by far the most participants in the Super Bowl this year, man. So again, NFLSU, the, the yeah. ultimate marketing tool, um, yeah. recruiting tool there, man. That's that's pretty strong, bro. And these and these cats playing. These ain't just like you know practice squad kids or oh no, nah. it ain't two special team spots. This is nah. This is getting snaps, meaningful snaps. Even yeah, Kevin yeah. Minton. Yeah, Fournette, Williams, and Edwards Alaire all had touchdowns. That one of them, that Fournette touchdown was a professional football play. Uh, oh yeah, he looked like what well, we was promised coming into LSU. Dog, like he made a move at the line, made a cat miss, hit a spin move, dove for the touchdown. I was like, man, he looks he looked young. Like, he looked like man. a young Leonard. Yeah, you know. He's he sacrificed himself for us, man. You said this the first episode. Yeah, yeah. He sacrificed himself for us because running to an eight man box, you can only do so much, man. And he runs now. He runs into some heavy boxes because yeah. he's a power back in the league. So defenses know he he's in the game most of the time, and especially in short yardage situations. It's going to be a run up the gut, but man, to be NFL LSU. Like, have all them cats in the Super Bowl. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. But it's also a testament to the talent in the state, how much is coming out every year. I mean, you got Darrell Williams. He wasn't a starter at LSU because he's at that same time as Leonard. Yep. He's producing in the league. Yeah, dog. I think the dopest part, too, is you see these cats still representing, too. Like, you see Fournette with the LSU pads on underneath. Mm-hmm. Um, you see Clyde and Daryl doing all the dances from our hometown and the home state. Um, so, they, they all still representing. Even, like, a cat like Justin out here still hitting the gritty. Um, tiring as, as New Orleans as can be. Like, these cats just still representing the culture and – and in the program to the fullest, I think that's the that's the dopest part about it. You see, a lot of these kids go to these schools it's like a business transaction. They use the school for, you know, their platform and vice versa. Which I get that. I mean, we we know how the NCAA can be, but it's also dope when you see that they can build a tradition and culture and kind of keep it going, man. Because if if you a young kid at home, you looking at that like, man, I'm trying to be a part of that. Yeah, that's what's up. That's a real thing, but you know, they can cut you two ways too, though, because you got kids coming in talented like that, and their mindset is three years, and that's it, I'm out. That could backfire in the sense you 
the whole mentality is to get your three years to get in and get it done so you can go to the league. And, you know, other programs, they're trying, they trying to learn how to play big college football, but they're not even focused on the league yet. So right. It's, it, it could be a little detriment to that, but it's also something you can project and, and let kids know how you come here, the league is going to look at you, you know. Yeah, I think the dope thing, too, about all their stories is a little different, man. Like, you look at, like, a Devin, which was – he was, like, a can't-miss prospect. Like, and he's he's been as advertised, right? But yeah. then you look at, like, Kevin Mentor, you know, he was a, a stud at LSU, wasn't necessarily, you know, highly rated coming out of the draft, but he made his way on special teams and doing his thing. You got Tyron, who – as I stated in the last podcast, one of my favorite Tigers of all time, um, had his, you know, he had his shortcomings and bounced around the league a little bit, but turned it, turned it, always was a leader everywhere he went, whether it was Houston or Arizona or Casey. Um, you got Clyde, who was the, the three star, who just refused to be told no. And you got Daryl, who, like you said, was backing up Leonard. And I'm, I'm sure he never thought he got the, the chance he deserved, but. Here he is scoring in the AFC Championship game, man. And then Leonard, man, like, that dude was the greatest prospect ever. Oh, yeah. Did, had moments. I mean, he wasn't – by no means wasn't trash, but uh, definitely didn't live up to the hype. But I don't know who could live up to that damn hype. That was – Booger Nation Miles, was like a thing, dog. <laughs> that was crazy. Miles sacrificing so that we could live, man. Yeah, that dog. Dude. That dude had too much tread, man. By the time he got done, it was it was a smart move for him to sit, man. Yeah, yeah bro. But then you know he goes to Jacksonville, gets out to a rough start, but then they have a little moment where they make it to the AFC Championship game, and it didn't quite go the way he wanted it. Ends up in Tampa in a in a great situation, and it, it looks like a whole new man again. So. Uh, it, it, it's dope to see all these cats, man, just continuing their careers, man, and really making mm-hmm. something out of it, bro. Hey, the man, NFL shout is out. Tough. I'm going to shout out Leonard Fournette again, too, man, because his rookie year, I won, like, this little contest on Instagram, and he signed a water bottle for me. Oh, but damn. I got still, I ain't seen his signature yet, so I don't know if it's really his, but it's, <laughs> they say he signed it. And I tried to give it to my son, Judah, at the time, but at that time, he was a Florida fan, so he didn't want it. But now he was he an Ole Miss fan. Man, look, he was Florida, then Ole Miss, and finally LSU. He came to his senses. When I, he felt like, I feel like you just like the color blue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it is because he liked, uh, he liked TCU. And, okay. Uh, you know, a couple other schools, but most of them are, are purple or blue. One of those shades of color. I feel that, bro. I'm not going to sit here and act like I ain't like schools based on their color schemes as a child. So, Man, I'll say I ain't like Nebraska because they, they're red, the tone of red that they had. I ain't like Nebraska, Alabama, Oklahoma, Ohio State, mm-hmm. USC. Yeah. They all, all are the, the same family. So I yeah. can't, even, can't even be mad at that. Yeah. Probably because when I played baseball, all my jerseys was red. I was just tired of wearing red. That makes sense. Did you have a red starter jacket or something? No, I ain't had no red starter jacket. I had that Panther starter jacket, bro. 
I was gonna say we grew up in North Louisiana, man. They only had the Dallas Cowboys, the uh, the Dallas Stars. Like they didn't have barely could find Saint stuff. You couldn't find Saint stuff in North Louisiana, and so you had to have one of those starter jackets. Pretty I much, I got. I had a Grambling one though that was so nice. Damn, I don't know how I got that one. That one was tough. Man, the shout out to Grambling, dog. Man. So 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 a quick quick. I know this is an LSU podcast, but we it's it's slow time. We got a little time. Uh, so the swag, um, is actually supposed to start playing in February. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know the big news is uh Deion Sanders uh joining the swag with the uh, in Jackson State. Um, shoot, Deion got Subway commercials. Deion Deion putting on putting the pressure on uh. uh but yeah, we were just talking earlier about the Bayou Classic being the Shreveport. For those who don't mm-hmm. know, that the Independence Bowl, uh, hardest near and dear to our hearts. Creation. Yeah, man. man. Shout out to Southern <laughs> Made Donuts. Ooh. You, you, you trying to go to the Bayou Classic, bro? Man, you got you when you said all of that. <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about it, but no, I can't do it, man. I can't do it this year. It's it's going to be a nice little gathering of people, but I just don't. Uh, no, I can't do it. And, uh, I can't do it. That that COVID twenty has uh, showed up too, dog. Not just the nineteen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. They coming out like them cars, man. It's like a Ford commercial or something. But I ain't trying to catch that new one. I ain't. My lease ain't up on this one. Man. I'm good. Yeah, bro. Good. So, uh, looks like February twenty seventh, first game. That's the first Man. weekend in the season. The SWAC championship game is going to be on May 1st. Damn. Damn. You know what's dope, though? They get a lot of ESPN games because they're in the off season. So that's they, smart. They're about to get a lot of love, man. Yeah. It's going to be people that normally wouldn't watch that, that brand of football or even know what those schools are. Right. You know, just kind of trip into watching the game, and they might get attached and, and become fans. Yeah, at least they'll get to hear the bands because they, hey, they can't mute that. Nah, and you can socially distance as a band. Yeah, you know they're gonna try wherever they at. I just want to. I just want to hear which band gonna play Throat Baby, dog. That's what I want to hear. Man, who you putting your bet on? <laughs> I, I put. Can't. I put my money on the Sonic Boom. From Jackson State, dog. Because I feel like I feel like Mississippi gives no fucks, dog. Yeah, yeah. I say Jackson State, man. I think they might, especially now that they got Dion, man. Every anything goes. You got to go for the gusto, dog. You got to. You got to. It's a. I mean, uh, and if it's if nobody's played by by the time the Bayou Classic has come around. <laughs> I say both bands Grandpa. play tonight to battle the fans. <laughs> <Grandpa. laughs> Bro, why the Swag Championship game is, is sponsored by Quick Cricket Wireless, dog? <laughs> Come on, dog. <laughs> Bro, can anything be more swackish than the Cricket Wireless? Swag football Man, championship. How much you think that cost to sponsor, bro? We could have sponsored that. Uh, bro, you think they going they doing some promotions? 
<laughs> yes, we can get an ad and right now. If Cricket hey, can sponsor I'm going to reach out to Cricket Wireless about doing some ads, though. Can't call it, dog. I, I feel like that's a match made in heaven, dog. Cricket it's Wireless. This, this episode has been brought to you by Cricket Wireless. <laughs> Home of the Bayou Classic <laughs> and the Swag Championship. How does the Bayou Classic have a bigger sponsor than the Swag Championship, dog? Look, man, they can tell them people right now. Hey, 25,000 people. The first 10,000, if you look under your seats, you have a free Popeye's chicken sandwich, courtesy of <laughs> Cricket Wireless. <laughs> oh, shit. Cricket, hold on. I'm about to look up the Cricket Wireless website, dog. Bruh. Who owns Cricket? He probably lives next door to you, man. You know, nah, they mean, offering free Nokia C2s right now when you switch over. Nokia don't. Nokia, Nokia still make phones. <laughs> man, Cricket got 5G now, apparently. Bruh, that ain't 5G. That's not the 5G we talking about. Oh, bro, that's not five. Oh, cricket is the ones that got the little, uh, little furry, um, yeah, little mascot. Yeah. Okay, I didn't realize that. Damn. Mm-hmm. So the 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 Bayou Classic is sponsored by State Farm. That's and more respectful. And then, but the Swag Championship is sponsored by Cricket Cricket Wireless, dog. Man, that lets bro. you know anybody watching it. You they ratings must be real low. I love they can't get Burger now. King or something. Man, get Burger King or something, bro. Get Popeyes. Burger King. Yeah, Popeyes, Burger King. They Burger King loves black people a bit. Yes. I don't know uh, if you know, but Coca-Cola Burger King did every little HBCU on campus black experience, whatever you did. Yes, bro. You like, man. I do kind of want a flame broil burger right about now. Crazy. The crazy part is if you go to swag.org, so cricket obviously is a sponsor, but they got the Air Force, they got USAA, they got Academy. Wait, wait, wait. You said Nike. the Air Force? Yeah. These niggas already, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they already in school, bro. <laughs> what are you sponsoring them for? <laughs> Look, look, they come and see like the dude on the uh on the infomercial. Look, you know you fail in that geography class. Just go on, drop out. Go on the Air Force. In. You didn't mean to get Latoya pregnant. Ain't number Here four years. Are. Ain't number four. Slow <laughs> four piece. Don't worry about man. it, bro. You get back that boy to be in kindergarten, man. You be all right. Then he be set for life. Or right, you got any Native American in your family? Yeah, dog. You, you about to be set up. Good man. Oh nope. man. I am tripping. Where is the swag championship at? Let me see this. Uh I don't know, but man, hold on. I'm still tripping off the Air Force and sponsoring <laughs> Not the government. <laughs> like they say US government. They say, you know, state treasury, nothing like that. This is says. Okay. So, <laughs> so so look, it looks like uh the hmm, they're gonna put it on ESPNU. Um <laughs> the, 
the the game will be played at the number one at the highest seeded team um at the in the regular season <laughs> no, play. Oh, man. So whoever's the get... so it could be a home game for Alcorn or whoever ends up making it. Uh, that's interesting, dog. That's interesting. That's that's what you get when you're sponsored by Air Force and Cricket and, Wireless. And Cricket Wireless, they can't afford to get you a neutral site. Dog. Ain't nobody else even playing during that time. That's what I'm saying. Every site is available. You can't get there's no concerts. There's nothing. (laughs) You can't get in the uh the old cotton bowl. It's a new neutral site, man. So so look, it looks like PV and Grandma still playing the State Fair Classic, which is at the Cotton Bowl. Mm -hmm. Uh, the Labor Day Classic featuring TSU and PV. I mean, now that's that's a Houston thing, anyway. The Magic City Classic, which is Alabama State versus A and M, uh, that one's still on at a neutral site. Uh, then you got Grambling and Southern neutral site, but the championship game, nah, dog. We got to put uh, that one. Be. That one's gonna be a home game for somebody. Man, support your local HBCU. Yeah, that's bro. all I'm gonna say, man. These dudes can't afford to have a game in Hoover, Alabama. <laughs> The, the Texas <laughs> High School Championship games is in, in AT&T Stadium, bro. Bro, this is disappointing, man. This is disappointing. That's our petition, bro. We have to help these people out, man. Mikey need to go ahead and sign with the HBCU. Go ahead, Mikey. Get get us get some love over here. Yeah. Shout out to Bo Bo or whatever his name is. What's the other yeah. bowl? I don't know, man. It's Manute and Bobo, and then after that, I don't know. Whichever one went to Hampton, shout out to him. Ah, damn, I forgot about him. Yeah. We just call him Chili Bowl. (laughs) Shout out to Chili Bowl at Hampton. Straight up. Fall out, man. Man, you got anything uh, you need to share with the people? Or. If we get this past, how many views we had in the last one? I don't, I don't even know. Oh, can't call it. But if we have more, if when we check, if we have more views on this one than the last one, I guess we could do a story time for them as an extra episode or something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, man, y'all got to hear some of these Jay Wright story times, dog. I, <laughs> look, I don't even know what he's going to say yet, but we're going we gonna to put them together and put together like some little 10-minute segments. And get these story times rolling, dog. Got to get them out, man. Got to yeah, man. Out. Make sure y'all like, subscribe, review. I think that's what the white people be saying. Um, yeah. We on Spotify. We on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. <clears throat> tell your mama. Tell yeah. your tell your auntie. The ones that make the good sweet potato pie, and have be having oh, whipped cream. Man. The the cool whip, not not the cool. not the store brand. Uh-uh. Shout out to all the black mamas and grandmamas that put greens in the Cool Whip containers, but don't tell nobody. And you go in the freezer thinking you're about to get some Cool Whip, and it'd be like some yeah. rutabagas in there. Shout yeah. out to all them. And um, y'all stay safe out in these streets. Most deaf. Uh, shout out to the new president. Um, Four six. Really shout out to Kamala. 
I don't even yeah. know if I'm really fucking with Joe like that yet. But shout out to Kamala. This is not a political podcast. We're not going to do that. It's not. We ain't going to do it. <laughs> We're not going to do that. Because you already know where we land, man. <laughs> we on the side of rights. <laughs> Black lives matter. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. Can't call it episode four in the books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm your gracious host, uh, Jay Kells. And it's your boy, Jay Wright. And we're going to catch y'all on the next one, bro. Yeah.